Hello. This is Heidi. <laughs> this is Kristen. And this is Styles Cast. Thanks Yay. for tuning in. Coming back to us. All right. So, since back at it again. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> it's the best vine ever. <laughs> we didn't deserve vine. <laughs> you ever seen that tweet though? That's like liking vines or whatever isn't like a personality trait. And I'm like, true, but like a lot of vines are really good. And no, really funny. I, I mean, like, I think it is a personality trait, like, to be honest with you. Like, it's a big deal. Like, what you respond to and how you respond to it just says a lot about you as a person. It does, though. You find funny is a big deal. I'm sorry, the Krispy Kreme vine is, like, I just want to know, like, what was the aftermath of that fucking vine? Didn't, like, I wonder, though, like, if there probably is something out there that, like, has told, like, what happened after he did the <laughs> It has to be out there. It has to be out there. There's no way, like, nothing happens. It's never been allowed in there again. Okay, this show is by ourselves, not Vine. Sorry, yes. Well, Harry used to have Vine. So technically, see, we can can tie anything back to Harry. He He was great at Vine. He so was. We can tie everything back to Harry. It's totally fine. All roads lead to. All roads leads to there. All of them do. All right, since the last time we were here, Harry played two sold-out shows at Madison Square Garden. Oh, snap. That's like, I love him. I'm so proud of him. I can't say what I really want to say about that. I've already told you. It's controversial. Wait, so, what would you say? Congratulations. Say it. I'll, wait, I'll cut it out if it's terrible. Say it. I, so, that's a cut. And not only, like, sold out, sold out, but, like, actually, like, the back of, like, the whole, like, whole 360 all around. Seats everywhere, but, like, the stage. God damn. Like, that's what's sold out. Amazing. Isn't it? I love him. That's my baby, and I'm proud. Okay, wait. Before moving on to the next part, though, have you heard or seen the Still the One cover he did with Casey Musgraves? I think I saw, like, maybe four seconds of it. Can you... Okay. But I've also not been off Star Wars stand Twitter, so... That's true. Yikes. Okay, watch it right now. I want your, like, genuine reaction for this. See, this is a lot of the times I don't send Kristen anything because I want to, like, see her genuine reaction, like, in real time. A live reaction. <laughs> a live reaction. Because I could keep her up to date on everything, but at the same time, it's, like, it's funner to do this. <laughs> I also, um, I don't know. I will just fucking ghost social media. That, days. too. She does. You do. We, like, I really, gone. I don't know what, like, how that happened, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't blame you. I mean... Sometimes it's, you just gotta ghost. Sometimes it's just, you gotta ghost, and sometimes it's just really, like, god-awful on there. Oh, also, you gotta listen to Casey's album. Is it really good? I loved it. I was so skeptical about her opening, just because I was like, okay, I guess. I was really happy it was a woman. Like, I was very, very happy about that. But I was just like, I don't know if I really dig, like, this whole country thing, yada, yada. But, like, she's not like that. And even then, like, I've opened myself up to stop being stupid about country music as well. But her album is, like, this beautiful blend of, like, country pop. It's very mellow. It's it's just really, really good. Country really, really has, good. like, a lot of, like, <clears throat> threads within. Yeah. So, there's something for everybody. There is. There is. Her dress is phenomenal. Isn't it great? Wow. Let me see which video you're watching. Okay, perfect. Perfect. I just want to make sure. He has to, like, love that song. He does. He's been talking about this song since, like, 2013. It was, like, the first time I remember him mentioning it. At, like, at a show. They asked him about it, I think. Like, I think they asked him, like, what's his, like, guilty pleasure or something? And he was like, it's not really a guilty pleasure, but, like, Shania toyed it and then he said this song. 
So like, and since then he's always talked about it. So I think this was like always in the making. That's amazing. Sidebar, I really hope for like our show, like the last show of the tour, something like this happens too. Like even if they don't do this, like he brings somebody out to sing with. I don't know. I'm thinking Stevie. Like I'm just throw that out there to the universe. I'll die. I'll die. They have to have some sort of a special guest. Like, <laughs> there has to show. be. There has to be. His voice is so good. It's so good. Oh my god. <laughs> It's also nice to hear him singing with someone else that's right. like not One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, but shade. You're not wrong, though. I'm not wrong. You're I'm, not wrong. I've literally never been wrong. I don't know what that feels don't like. Don't know what that feels like. Never felt that emotion. Mm -mm. Nope. Her dress, though, is I incredible. I was obsessed with her dress. Like, I am obsessed with this song because of my mom. That's so like sweet. I'll always remember we had a Shania Twain. No, it was like I think it was V. Remember how VH1 used to have like those like '90s like divas like shows, and they had them all like come on stage and perform. My dad bought the, the cassette of like one of those shows one year when Shania was on, and it she did I think you're, yeah she did the song, and my mom always had the cassette in the car and would constantly play it rewind, play it rewind. So I grew up being in the car with my mom listening to this forever, which I know Harry's also talked about. Like listening to Shania and like this one because of his mother, which I think is so sweet. And I think that's why he loves it so much. And she was also there that night. So that's it's so like, special. It's so, uh, I love it so much. And also, he just sounds like so good on it. die if he came out with like an album of covers right though because i fucking love covers and that was fantastic <clears throat> wasn't it amazing that was really, it was really so good. beautiful it was so good it was just so well arranged sometimes like right? i feel like people are like oh well this is my own interpretation but like to really like pay homage to like a really good song mm -hmm. and like do it justice and be really authentic about it amazing it was so good it was so beautiful so beautifully sung i just my face is in my hands when I think about it because it was just so amazing and like I don't know like I just I really I wish it was something that I could purchase I wish it was something that I could have like in you know high quality that I could have and listen to all the time I'm gonna be dealing with you know concert downloads you know I didn't say that but, but <laughs> I really like you said I actually really do wish you would do covers like I want more real songs but like I feel like there's so many songs that he could cover that would do so much justice to. I need him to cover <sighs> Lana Del Rey anything. God, I know. Oh my God, I mean Scream, but like I thought about this extensively since 2012. Yeah. 
extensively. It's like my only, like one track mind thought about. Him. I wish. Which one from Lana would you want him to do though? Oh, Brooklyn sh- baby. West wow. Coast. Wow. Um, West Coast would be cool. West Coast video would games. Be cool, Fuck. But for me, <laughs> I die for video games. I think it would have to be Shades of Cool. Okay. Yes. That is probably my yes. all-time favorite song. Yes. And I feel like he would fuck it up. Ugh, it would be so good. <laughs> I just... I want it to happen. I would die for a, like, a Harry Lana club. I would fuck Actually, die. more... I would get, my number one, actually, would be Harry Florence. That would be insane. That would kill me on the spot, but I want it. Yep. Um, and then probably Harry Lana after that. <laughs> I'm trying to think about men Harry would collab with. Um, I probably shouldn't do that um, because of sound. Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was me being annoying and tapping on shit. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Um, actually, I want Harry to cover Panic songs, but I, I don't think I'd want Harry. I would die. I, what was the one? Oh, this is gospel is the one I want him to sing. Oh my god! I, your face. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, if anything, I'd want him to cover This Is Gospel. This is a really fun story. Okay, so like at Panic's <laughs> fucking show at the forum last year, I went, I was like front row, stage left. Brendan was like in my face, and it was the greatest time of my life. But there was a portion where he did an acoustic version of This Is Gospel. <laughs> and there's that point where it's like, um, This Is Gospel for the Fallen Ones, Ne'er Do Wells, Insufferable Bastards. And like it's acoustic, so no one's like screaming. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, it's acoustic. But I'm fucking screaming that, like, <laughs> and everybody's just staring at me, and I'm like, oh my god, like I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> I was dying. Just, just don't do that at Harry's show, like during from the dining table, and you're fine. I mean, yeah. people know people get so bad. Really? You know, like I mean, not like in people's faces mad about it, but like afterward online, people get mad because it's like people tried like clapping the dining table which I'm never gonna understand or try like screaming the lyrics back and it's in that song like from the first time I think all of us heard it it feels so intrusive as it is so that like that one cuts really fucking deep so I think it's like you know it's very much a deep cut so I think when people scream during the song I very much understand everyone's reaction because it's like shut the fuck up (laughs) he's burying his soul shut up an actual angel. This An actual angel is like has descended. And is, is singing. Shut the fuck please up. Please shut the fuck up. You plebe. I would also fucking love like Frank Ocean. Oh, shut up. Yes, or that's Khalid. okay. Thank you. Yes, Frank. Okay. I was like, there's no men I want. Yes, there is. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> Actually, I really want him to cover Ivy. That'd be fucking amazing. I fucking die. Like Frank Khalid. I could also see like mm. um. I would love Borns, but I feel like they're like images. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that one would work. Their images were. All right, but yeah. So today we're we're recording, right? It's Friday. Um, it's Friday, June 29th. It is exact, it's summer. It's summer. Fuck us. Um, but it is actually exactly two weeks, fourteen days. Well, two weeks, i.e., fourteen days till we see Harry. Which is really insane to think about because I'm so busy, but that's like, very exciting. I'm so excited. Yes. <sighs> like I don't know how to process it really. 
it's it's crazy. Like I, I'm pretty sure I bought my ticket a year ago. <laughs> both my tickets, like a year, no, not both, but like I bought my ticket a year ago, and like to think it's upon us now is so fucking mind blowing. But I'm like, and I said this before too. I'm also very nervous about it, just because after our shows, it's over. That's it. That's it. The tour is over. This era is done. Era two. Era two. To to think to know that like after this is over, the tour is like well after the last show is done, and the lights come on. Like, find me sobbing. I don't know where my seat's gonna be because I have a seat right now, but I'm thinking about changing it. <laughs> but catch me in that arena sobbing because like that's it. It's over. At least for this era, and then. Harry's probably gonna do a movie or something or you know take a break and then we probably won't get music until like 2020 for all we know so it's gonna be rough it's gonna be wild it's gonna be really wild especially this whole th like the past like couple of months have like just following the tour the way that everyone has and being online and in fandom specifically you know there's periscope links going up all night every night of every show so even if you're not intentionally following the show somebody is retweeting or reblogging a uh, periscope link so you end up seeing part of it so to have and like we're getting pictures throughout the whole thing and videos and all these updates and then to finally have that end after months of it is like oh shit what do we do now like what do I do with this hole in my chest? Thanks. Like, literally, like what do I do? Like I can't move. You know, I'm not gonna like move on. I never have moved on from this from Harry. So like just when he goes on to like hiatus and break and stuff or whatever he's gonna do, let me never use the word hiatus because that is a cursed word at this point. Yeah. Because people don't know what the hell that. You know, I'm just not gonna talk about it. Um, but yeah, no. Just I'm very I'm excited and I'm nervous and I'm I I can't wait and. I know a lot of people are coming to LA to come to the shows, which the other thing too I really love about, because it's happened in One Direction too, and I know it happens in other um, artist fandoms, but I just think it's always so amazing how people like plan these trips to meet with friends and to have like these great, you know, weekends together and meet all the people that you've made friends with because of one person, because of a band, because of an artist. And, you know, that's the best part. It's like one of the best parts. I've, I've had that happen. Like, I've had friends before come to LA and, you know, have these like incredible memories of like going out and like showing people places and experiencing these new things and then going to a show together that like you became friends because of this person. Yeah. <laughs> really. And then to go to a show together and experience that pure joy together is like. That's all. That's that's what it's like truly about because we live in such a fucked up world. We always have, but like right now, it feels even more so because of social media, and we're so much more um, in tune with all the bullshit that's going on because we're able to process that more, and we're able to actually find out about horrible shit. That everything feels so shitty. So to have that like small window of time where you can have like just joy during the midst of all this bullshit is like take it and like don't let that go but yeah let me not get like super email about that right now your tattoos i want to talk about that well you i want you to talk yes. about them yes so um my tattoos it, all roads lead to harry so all roads lead to harry this is all gonna run back to harry always go with it roll with um, us please <laughs> so i got i have a total of four tattoos i won't get into all of them um but i got two new tattoos um a week ago today um, wonder, wonderful, wonderful experience. If you would like a phenomenal tattoo and you live in Southern California, go to at Brian G Tattoos on Instagram. Whoop, whoop. You won't regret it. 
Um, I got a, and I have a very dark, morbid sense of humor. I very. don't know to what extent <laughs> that is, like, shown through this podcast, but... You haven't got that yet, Adam. That's, that's my, my general vibe. Um, and so, I got a tattoo on, like, my inner left forearm, and it's a smiling coffin. It's very cute. It's modeled it's after. It's adorable. I thank you for saying that. Um, <laughs> I'm so in love with it. Um, it's you can it can be seen and it's inspired by the work by 100 Soft on Instagram. And then last Friday was the day that the new Panic at the Disco album came out. Uh, Pray for the wicked. So I got an exclamation point like on the outside of my wrist, my left wrist, and. I just, I was in the moment, feeling really passionate about it. I love it. I've been a fan for fucking 13, 14 years. And I've never looked back. I literally was just on the road, driving, and I was like, that's what I'm going to fucking do today. And I did it. I'm very happy about them. I was telling Heidi that they make me feel a little bit like Harry. Yeah. You know, we all know that he is um, well decorated. And <laughs> I love that you put it that way. <laughs> you know, like I, I think That's beautiful. I think body art is like amazing. Yeah. Um, there are definitely like bad tattoos, but at the same time, like I feel like you know to to do something like to appreciate your body in a certain way, to like feel confident about an image, a person, um, any sort of entity, to like put it on your skin forever. I think is freeing yeah it's meaningful and I think it's just a very cathartic experience to be so sure about something and I think for me I was just so sure about it like I had like not a single doubt in my mind and it was just the most amazing experience to feel that I think because like millennialism is just fucking not knowing what like how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your life. Um, it's, it's just and like yeah, just you know, essentially like having this like existential dread and indecision constantly, you know. And so, it was very freeing to feel so good about something, feel so sure about it, and to just fucking do it, you know. Yeah. And I love them. I'm super obsessed with them. Um, and we were just kind of talking about like the fact that like since Harry has so many tattoos, yeah. you know. Um, it's one of those things that, like, I just felt really proud about and I'm an advocate for. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people over the years, like, say like, Harry hasn't got any that we know of recently. Like, because, like, every time he gets them, it's, like, this whole, like, spot the thing and try to figure out when he got it. It's, like, fandom is very interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, the thing with, like, I'm pretty sure with Harry is that a lot of the times, I think, when he got tattoos, it was very much, like, in that feeling, in that moment. I'm gonna do this and that freeing feeling and that freeing moment like and I think that's why he has so much body art at this point and it just feels like you know to to connect with that I think is really like amazing and that's like even I'm planning like my hairy tattoo which eventually is gonna happen <laughs> yeah like I'm not gonna like have like I'm not getting his like his face or anything which wouldn't be terrible I've seen some pretty good like facial t you know like actual tattoos oh wait this reminds me some girl the other day i don't know her name because it was all over twitter but she got like this artist to draw like harry's hands with his rings and like i think she had his nails painted I think I saw that. did you see it it was like gorgeous cool. and he's holding like the roses that tattoo was so beautiful and so like 
creative and interesting and like to, like I know the girl said that she has like she worked with the artist for a while to try to get that to have it be drawn that way and I think it's also about I think it's about the quote that Harry said like I think somebody asked him if he's like for guns or something and he said something about no I think it was like a movie question mm -hmm. about guns and he said something about I throw roses around so I think that's what she meant about like getting the tattoo like that to have his hand with the roses I don't know I just thought it was very very beautiful and I think when people do things like that to have something planned is so beautiful I think when you get spur of the moment like yeah. <laughs> you know like those tattoos are like very like I mean I don't like have any tattoos pure... so I'm like this is all just what I've observed <laughs> it was like a pure like moment of like joy like love and like just like I couldn't like I can't even explain it but it's almost just like I 100% felt in my heart that I wanted to do something and I fucking did it and yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, and I feel like more people should live in that way. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's much more freeing to, in, in so many aspects of your life, it's like if you want to do something, just, and if you're able just to, like, just do it. The whole bond between like you and your artist, mm -hmm. you know, like we were very close together the entire time. Like, yeah. I know pretty much is like life story now, but like <laughs> it's just, it's just like such a moment in like, it's self-care, really. Yeah. It's, like, dedication to yourself, your body, like, whatever entity you're honoring with whatever design you have. Like, so much fun. Basically, this is a PSA to go get a tattoo. Don't get a fucking tattoo. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Your body, your rules. Your body, your rules. So, Absolutely. 100%. Thank you for making that a line item. Woo! No, I wanted to make it a line, Adam, because, like, I make these, like, itineraries for us to, like, have things to talk about, at least for NASA World, because we're just starting this still, and we're trying to get it more organized, and I really do want to talk about it, because I do think that that's something that so many people can relate to, and, like, I've seen so many people get tattoos, like, for Harry or for other artists that they're so into, and it's, like, I know that that's something that's always happened. I know people have always gotten tattoos of their favorite artists or their favorite bands, what have you, but... I think it's very interesting to see now more like a whole generation of women that are like our age and younger go and forth and just and, and do this with their bodies. It's like, just, I don't know. I just, I love it. I love seeing it because I know like it's your panic tattoo and like people have hairy tattoos or have like Beyonce tattoos. Or... tattoo and slit. <laughs> oh, it's other Deadpool. Your, ah, your Deadpool one. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Um, it's just, I don't know, taking ownership of your body is a very powerful thing. And you should at all times. Yeah, and always. And always. Because it's obviously not like the only, I don't want anyone to like think we're thinking this is like the only way to take ownership. Like we're not dumb. No. Like, but. Like, it's a great way to do that. It's just a great way, to, another way to do it. I mean, nobody's saying that this is like the only way to do it. I just have to clarify because sometimes people take something that you say and because you didn't say something else, they think that that's what you mean. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. The internet's weird. The internet sucks. Internet sucks. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that part. Um, okay. The main thing that I kind of really wanted to talk about this week. Um, being a fan of anything as a woman mm. is kind of shitty sometimes. Yep. And not because of what you're a fan of and not because of who you get to be a fan around with. Like who you are in fandom with which can suck sometimes too mostly because the people outside your fandom how they like to perceive you and I mean frankly who gives a fuck 
But when it keeps coming from a place of men, usually, most of the time, like 99% of the time, and who are putting it in places where they have a much bigger form or platform than, like, you, we probably do, it gets really fucking annoying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really, really fucking annoying. Um, and this isn't, like, a based off a one-time incident, but I think what set me off and got me really mad last week was a guy was reviewing the, or was at the Madison Square Garden show, I think it was night two, not positive, but one of the shows. And he tweeted about how he thinks that Harry's like the only act under 50 to sell out the arena with seats behind the stage. So I saw that tweet and I was like, gonna retweet it because obviously that's huge. That's great. Love it. You know, I don't really give a shit if guys, if like men like Harry, like I don't care. Yeah. It's great that there's new fans. That's awesome. But like Harry, men were not needed to, these kind of men were not needed to like, give their like check or like seal of approval for Harry to be like cool or whatever the fuck right yeah, the validation was not the validation good. thank you that's so much easier than what I was trying to say the validation wasn't fucking needed from them nobody asked nobody asked but then the guy replies to this tweet and says I love how he's tricking a bunch of 15 year old girls into listening to Pink Floyd with his Rubik's Cube video so if you haven't been to a Harry show yet um before the after Casey gets off um the screen there's a massive 360 screen that comes down to cover the stage. Now, on that screen, it's Harry. It's an animated, like, video of, like, Harry trying to solve a Rubik's Cube. And that plays for the whole, like, 40 minutes before he goes on. During that time, he has a pre-show playlist that plays. And it has peop it has everything from Crosby, Stills, and Nash to Shania Twain to Van Morrison to Pink Floyd. Um, and just, you know... To, to think that someone who is at the show is going to be thinking that, wow, all these 15-year-olds are being tricked into listening to a band is like, what? Excuse me? I guess I just, I don't understand. I'm probably going to go on a rant. I'm really sorry. Um, but rant. I'm, it's probably just going to start coming. It's rant uh, time. It's rant time. Which will probably, we just call this part rant time. It's rant time. It's rant time. Um, yeah, no. I'm sick of it and I know for a lot of people they kind of just say you know whatever we'll just ignore these people ignore these tweets ignore these reviews doesn't matter don't give them clicks I don't want to give them clicks obviously I don't want to engage with them either but I don't want to never say anything yeah there's a lot of issues that need to be spoken up about but this is one where we can like start with um you know I because it's outside of it's out it's somebody that's coming like outside of this space of fans that's trying to come in and make a comment on. Yeah. And I think that's where I get so frustrated with. Because I don't know who anyone is to, one, act like everyone at arena is 15. It, it wouldn't be a problem if everyone in that arena was 15. That would not be an issue whatsoever. Um, so I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that they assumed everyone's 15. The thing is that they're not, though. A lot of people were 15 when they became fans, you know? Yeah. Uh, when like One Direction broke out, I know we were like fucking twenty two, but <laughs> that makes me sick. God, I know. Where's my youth gone? <laughs> God, it just disappeared. Honestly, Time. you know. Um, but you know, most most fans I feel now are in their late teens, early twenties, mm -hmm. or you know, late twenties, or just you know, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's, it's fine. 
Um, so yeah, so to, I guess I'm sick of people assuming that everyone's a child. And this goes not only for Harry, this goes for a lot of women that are, you know, fans of pop music. Um, one, I hate that it's 50, that that age group is attacked because it kind of, for two things. One, it assumes that everyone that's 15, um, that you're almost calling them dumb. Yeah. So you're already trying to assign that this age group of women or of girls are just dumb. That have no idea what they're listening to or that, they, that they're dumb for not knowing what they're listening to. Yeah. And that's really fucking weird. Like. Yeah. Or like the fact that like they like you're automatically assuming that their level of comprehension is to be fooled into something. Yeah. Like what? Thanks. What is that? Thank fucking you. Thanks. Thanks. And, like, I'm not the 15-year-old that's going to get offended by that. Even though I don't think most 15-year-olds would anyway. But it's still stupid. Yeah. Like, it's it's just, I don't know. Like, it just, it, it bothers me. And then, too. It's also just, like, pointless. Like, and it's, like, not a thoughtful thing to say. Like, what a waste of everyone's time. Like, for what? For what? Like, it has nothing, It's it says nothing about Harry's performance. At all. I mean, it's before he went on, but still, it's like, What? And it's like, two, even if a 15-year-old in that audience doesn't know that it's Pink Floyd playing, wh- okay, who cares? Who cares? Like, who gives a shit? No one cares. <laughs> who cares? It's such a weird thing. And and for two reasons. One, because it's really stupid to assume that a lot of women, a lot of young people, you know, wouldn't know certain artists. Like, it's dumb to think that, like... You wouldn't know of a certain artist or a certain song playing because you're at a Harry Styles concert. And you're a woman. And you're a woman. And you're 15. And you're 15. That's just really dumb. It's really dumb to assume that people of any age, of any of any of that, but especially a young woman, wouldn't, you know, seek out music for herself. Doesn't have parents. Doesn't have any older siblings. Any older relatives that maybe could have, you know, played music around them to have influenced them. Like, I know about Pink Floyd because of my father. And, you know, he used to play it a lot, and he still plays it now when I'm, like, when I hang out with him. So that's how I would know the song, probably. <clears throat> would I know the words? Probably not. Does that matter to me? Am I ashamed I don't know the words to a song playing between the set, before the set of the person I'm here to see? No. Am I being tricked to listen to it? No, I'm fucking not. Yeah. And then, too, even if, you know, I, I, I knew who Pink Floyd was, how would that make anyone better than people that didn't who cares like who cares there's literally an infinite (laughs) amount of like singers songwriters like fucking musical entities not everybody's gonna know the Mm. discography of every fucking classic rock band Mm. and why is every like you know fucking middle-aged man's like you know thing of interest like the barrier to which, like, a young person has value. Right? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, fuck you, fuck off, like, you're old. Like, I'm old too, but, like, <laughs> damn it, like, <laughs> not everyone's gonna know everything and that has nothing to do with their the content of their character or, yeah. like, why they should or shouldn't enjoy something. Yeah, and then it's also, too, like, why do... It's this weird underlying message, almost, too, of, like, if you don't know Pink Floyd or insert any other fucking band from like the late seventies or you know eighties or whatever, Rush. <laughs> um, you're like Rush. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's to insi- it, there's an underlying thing here that's insinuating that if you don't know these bands, then 
like something like like your music like if you don't like why is okay why is this band Pink Floyd or any other band why are they this like high tier you know godlike almost pinnacle of like what your music taste should be yeah like why are all of these fucking classic rock bands or whatever or you know like why are there all these prerequisites to fucking enjoy anything yeah and why is it all men I know the irony that the fact that this is a podcast for a guy and I'm talking about the concert of a guy, but the fact remains. Like, the fact remains. <laughs> the fact remains. Why is it that all of these bands are, like, men? Exactly. Like, every time this is mentioned, it's always men-led bands. Like, it's so weird. Nobody mentions Blondie or Pat Benatar or Tina Turner or fucking Joan Jett. Like, it's always fucking, you know... Pink Floyd or like the Who or I don't know fuck. Oh, Led Zeppelin or, or yeah, or like fucking <laughs> ACDC or some like, fucking band. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with liking that. Absolutely not. And I know lots of women who do, and lots of women. I who, do. Yeah, like I'm just not a fucking snob about it. Exactly. It like it doesn't make you infinitely better because you like this music. Yeah. No <laughs> one enjoying one thing more than someone else does. Like that has any sort of barrier on like their value as a person at or, all anything like like it's so it's seriously like this invisible thing like you know like, like why is this the pinnacle of like what you should or shouldn't have been listening to thank you for letting me have that moment oh no um, please but yeah truly like i just don't understand why or how that's like a fair thing to like bring up like <clears throat> you are literally saying something that means nothing to no one and nobody gives you more fucking street cred because no one fucking cares. Because nobody fucking cares. It's the weirdest thing. And the same thing happened, like, I brought up this incident because this is what set me off. But, like, a similar thing happened when Harry performed with Fleetwood Mac at the Grammy Music Cares event a couple mm-hmm. months ago. And I remember there was people who, like, were Fleetwood Mac stands. It's so weird sometimes to say stands out loud, but it is what it is. Um, And I think they were, like... I got, they were mad about updates or videos or something about the screaming at the thing. I don't know what it was. Somebody was mad and said something about how, like, oh, I bet these, like, Harry Style fans have never heard a Fleetwood Mac song. And it's like, but why wouldn't they have? Why wouldn't they have? For two? Who fucking cares? Like, a new, and? A new generation of fans is, like, being exposed like, what's to wrong incredible with that? artists. Exactly. Like, what is wrong with that with somebody... Who, whatever age they are, because there's an assumption that, like, everybody grew up with the exact same music. It's not true. We all did it. No. We all, we're not all the same, we're in the same communities, we're not all the same race, we're the same ethnicity. Yeah. Like, we all didn't grow up with the same shit. Like, a lot of y'all probably grew up with Fleetwood Mac, but I grew up with, like, fucking, you know, Luis Miguel in my fucking house. Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, <laughs> everybody grew up the same way. Um, I grew up with Fleetwood <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. I did too, but I just wanted to give another example of like, you know, like not everybody grew up listening to the like, you know, the same stuff. So like, why would you know about it? Music is just like a slow exposure, you know? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's what's so like weird about people sometimes. And I guess that Fleetwood Mac comment got me upset too, because it was like, okay, but if you were actual Fleetwood Mac fans or like fans, as you say you are, as you're trying to act like you are like a gatekeeping or whatever the fuck this is. It's so weird because, like, if you were, you would know that, like, one, Harry does a cover of The Chain, like, a lot. He's been doing that for about a year now. And two, you would know that he's also sang with Stevie fucking Nicks. Dope. On stage. And, like, also, like, Mick Fleetwood has practically adopted him. And Stevie. Like, they both have, like, he's, they've adopted Harry pretty much. So, 
it was, that was another thing too where I'm like, how do you, how are you trying to claim that like people wouldn't, that like Harry fans wouldn't know these songs? I'm like, why do you fucking care? And like, what? Yeah. And then also like, why does it matter? I mean, if you're so fucking grumpy and like get off my lawn about it, why did you fucking go? Like, why did people, why do people like him get to go to these amazing concerts and Oh no, them? that was actually two women that were mad. The one about the Fleetwood Mac was two women. Yeah. Yeah, and then the one about at Madison Square Garden was two dudes. That's why I say, like, it's mostly men. Sometimes it's women, too, but, like, I don't want to... I'm not going to... It's a sh- shitty thing. I'm not shitting on women. On, I'm not going to shade on women on this episode. That's a whole different thing that we have to fight. I just want to fight the men today. Yeah. But, like, because the majority of it is men. But no matter who you are, it's still fucking a useless comment and adds no value to whatever you're trying to do or say. Because you're trying so. to devalue an entire fan base based on being women. And typically also because of their age. And, like, for what? Joke. It's a joke. And, again, like, this is the same thing that happened when we were, like, One Direction fans. Like, nobody took anybody seriously because of our taste in music. As if it's also the only band we like. That's the other thing I don't get, too, from a lot of people. It's, like, they assume that because you're so hyped, like, so, like, focused or, like, dedicated to, like, one particular artist or band that you have no interest whatsoever outside of that. That is the only thing you listen to. And, like, that's not true. That's not true. Um, you can't even imagine my iTunes library. Oh, same. Like, fuck me. It's literally fucking crazy, <laughs> as it should be. Like, why not? I, I can't. I love anything, everything, at all times. At all times. And like you said before right now, too, like, what is so wrong also about fans of a new generation being exposed to new songs and to new artists? Like, yeah, people that didn't know Fleetwood Mac before, now they do. You know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people looked up the chain and then ended up listening to, like, deep cuts and, like, old past albums and all this other shit. My niece <laughs> loves Fleetwood Mac, and she's fucking 14. Like, that's phenomenal. Like, that's it happens. Awesome. Music is so much more accessible now than it was when we were kids. Like, I mean, before we had to use fucking LimeWire. Dude, I had, like, a now fucking 14 CD that I, like, burned a hole in. Jesus fuck. It was just, like, I no never owned a now for I never owned a now CD. It was definitely not I worth it. buy shit. Um, but at the time, it was like, oh my god, all these hits on one CD. (laughs) On one CD? Literally right now, pun intended. So, I mean, let people have exposure to things that, like, speak to their soul in some way. It's not some fucking pontification for who they are or anything like that. Exactly. Because, like, music for us before was, like, LimeWire and, like, all these other, like, you know, illegal downloading sites. But back then it was like you were downloading the stuff that like you probably heard on MTV or the radio because you know back then MTV still played videos right yeah and we used to watch those in the mornings um, and like I remember I would like hear a song that would come on and I'd be like oh let me write that down and I would download it later you know because it was so different back then and then now music is so much more accessible if you can you know even if you you know for free Spotify or like pay Apple Music or what the fuck else is there? Title, Amazon Music. Like, everything is so much more accessible. That, and there's all these different playlists. Like, I've been exposed to so much new music, literally from playlists on these, like, streaming sites. And, like, I've, and, like, also Shazam is also really great, too. Because, like, if you have a Starbucks or, like, out at the mall or something and you hear something jam, like, there it is. Like, there's so much ways to get into new music now that I think it's so crazy to think that everyone is so limited in what they like. Like, just because you like a pop artist doesn't mean that you can't like 70s rock. Or maybe you do like pop music and you hate 70s rock, but there's nothing wrong with you. Who cares? (laughs) 
It's like the weirdest shit. Just let people enjoy things. Let people. But men can't like let women want. enjoy shit. Men can't let women enjoy shit. It's not what happens, especially young women, because the thing is men think they're so bad and so cool because they can, like, talk like this about us. And I say us as women in general because I know I'm not categorizing, like, the young women category, I guess, is whatever. Because it's I not... I will always be a young woman. <laughs> I don't fucking care we what day and age be. it is. I We're going to be 30 for, like, five years I after it actually happens. <laughs> dried bone in the ground, and I will still be a young woman. There you go. There's is an endless time. There you go. I don't know. I just keep getting you mad. Because, like, and then the reviews that, like, don't do that do kind of still shit on us. Because it's, like, this thing of, like, they have to make it a point sometime. Well, most of the time about how loud everyone is. And, like, all the streak, you know, the shrieking. Streaking. Woo! I'm not there. All the shrieking that everyone does. And how, you know, um, like, how fans might not have any idea about Harry's inspiration for music or... Like, we'll understand the different sound components. Or, like, there's always some kind of... Like, in so many review concert... Like, tour reviews. There's so many, like, underlying little jabs at fans for, like, not knowing something. Or being so obsessed with how cute Harry is. And, like, doesn't really give a shit what he says. But will scream anyway. And it's, like... I can imagine putting that energy into literally anything else. It's so weird to watch, like... Like, literally just belittling, like, a group of people who are really enjoying something. Like, why? I don't get it. And also, it's just so undermining and so dumb to, like, assume that because women are having all this, like, joy in a room, that, like, it's it's vapid or it's not, like... It's not vapid. It's, like, it's not meaningful. But people are just screaming because Harry's hot. Like, that's, that's not what's happening. Like, things for a man explaining something, literally nobody fucking asked. Like, nobody asked. Like, I wish it was less men that got to review, like, tours in general. Because, like, they review, like, men, I feel like, are, like, heavy in reviewing tours in general as it is for, like, most artists. And I really wish it wasn't all the time because they're, they don't, a lot of them just don't understand. Like, I think the only time, well, not the only time, but, like, one of the best ones that does is, like, Rob Sheffield from Rolling Stone. Love him. Um, his review of Harry's show is probably, like, one of the best I've ever read, especially from a dude. Um, but that's because, like, he fucking gets it. Yeah. And so many of these guys from, like, really small or, like, local papers or whatever the hell, state papers, like, don't. And I just don't understand, like, why you're in this. Yeah. Like, I'm not I, saying I, you need to go and give everybody who's on tour, like, a fucking glowing review. But, like, actually critique the fucking tour, not the people who attend. Look, because I don't understand what is so wrong of you seeing a show where where people are having the time of their life and are screaming and are having and and you know are truly happy in this hour and a half set and to think that like you have to make a point to kind of be snide about it or to kind of like insult intelligence basically to to assume that these women that would not that they can't be that they're not meeting a different type of level of fan that you would expect also how boring like do you want a show to be I fucking hate when I'm at a show and people get annoyed because, like, we're, like, losing our minds. It's like, yeah. then fucking stay home. Like, why are you here? Why are you in the venue? Like, like why are you this is venue? what's going to happen. I'm standing up in my seat. Like, not on my seat. But yeah, like, I'm but, like, standing yeah. up. Like, this is the point of a fucking concert. You could have stayed home. Yeah, like, I don't understand people who do that because I know we've been to shows before, too, where people, like, genuinely are sitting the whole time. And uh, to a degree, I totally get you. Sometimes people, like, I know my legs give out. Like, I understand, like, sometimes you don't have the strength to, like, really be doing all that shit. Accessibility, not not included not, in this Not included in this. Situation. Absolutely, totally understand. But, but, what the fuck, man? 
But like sometimes people like, and it's more about the people who get mad, not because you getting up doesn't let them see, but because they don't want you to be like in their recordings or like when they're trying to just record the whole show instead and you're trying to have a good time, you know, screaming and singing and dancing and then they're mad because you're in the way. Yeah. It's like, okay, but that's why I'm here. I'm not going to like not have fun so you can get a video for like Snapchat. Like, what is that? No. Not really. Not really into it. And then the other thing, too, is I feel there's this very... It's always going to be there, I, I guess. You know, unless, like, more that we, like, scream about it and tell people to shut up. About this whole undermining of just women being fans of pop music in general. It's always been there. Um, And it's always going to be there. And I know a big thing, at least for Harry, was, like, not shutting this. But I guess shedding the notion that his fans are like, how do I put this? Um, okay, you know, like when we were One Direction fans, we weren't like taken seriously. Yeah, all because the, time. the mu- because the music specifically was catered I to hate, women. I hated the way, and I still hate the way people treat me for like liking boy bands or yeah. anything like to that effect like mm. people just treated me like I was so stupid like, yeah especially in like corporate life situations mm. I'm not out there fucking wearing One Direction shirts by any means mm. but if I have the album playing at my desk well I'm you used to have working. the notebooks I remember I had the notebooks mm. like I really enjoyed them and they were gifts mm. so it's like why the fuck does that matter? Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what's the issue with that? And then, like, a guy's gonna have, like, a Star Wars notebook. Yeah, Star Wars or notebook. Or, like, a figurine or... Which I also have. Um, <laughs> like, or just anything to the effect of, like, showing or like some a, Oh, like, like a like fucking Marvel them. thing. Yeah. Like, that's so much more, like... Or, like... Which I love Marvel, so it's not even about that. But it's, like, that that's taking more seriously. Yeah. Like... Who fucking cares? Like, yeah. don't condescend to me because I like something that is in the pop realm of, like, music. Yeah. Like, it's all good music. It's just, like, just because it's not specific to how you feel or what you want to listen to or what you, like, because, again, this unseen panel of judges yeah. is deeming as cool, like... And the only reason that the music was seen as uncool, because, I mean, you can have your own opinion about whether the music was good or not. I don't give a shit because there's a lot of music that I personally wouldn't think is good that apparently is really popular so you know regardless but the fact is that the main reason that the music was seen as terrible and the main reason that it wasn't seen as serious is because the main target audience was young women like that's just the cold hard facts of it all and with Harry it's kind of the same thing where I was trying to say is that like he wasn't Harry has never gone back on where he came from ever and I don't think he ever will I think he knows how, I know he had, he knows how much, how important that time of his life was. Yeah. And that's where he was able to grow and to learn. And that was where he has a fan base from, really. And I don't think he will ever take that for granted or ever, you know, push it aside or be ungrateful for it or act like he was too ever too good for it. He's like the, a very, the best example I've seen really of someone who has moved past a boy band and has not been like, oh, hated that fucking bullshit. Like. <laughs> like no that's not happening here but I, there was a I think there really was a con- not a concentrated effort but I really do think there was a thing of like having to 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 like leave I think there was an, a, a notion outside of Harry from like adults men specifically who 
were hoping that the music would do that so they could like him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I, I think I explained what I wanted to say properly. It might not have made sense, but in my head it made sense. Basically, it was <laughs> just, like, a group of people waiting for him to illegitimize young female fans for them to enjoy him as an artist. Yeah, because I feel like, and that's what happened also when the album came out, is that you had a lot of men being like, wow, he's actually really great. Wow, he's like, you know, this is really amazing, and I didn't think this was the music he was going to make, and wow, his fans might be upset about this, or yada, 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 all this shit. When it's like, if you actually ever had paid attention past the fact that you didn't like the music because it was for it wasn't catered to you or it wasn't you weren't the target demo but if you actually listened to it yeah you would have kind of known that this was kind of the route this boy was going to take the whole time but i mean you know you don't want to listen to things that aren't marketed to you specifically that's fucking bullshit which it's it's just it's dumb and i i don't know i i i wish again that like less men were like reviewing these shows or or you know look more people who understood it who understood this fandom culture who understood what concerts are really about and what are for like genuinely got it because i guess i'm just really tired because like again we're older than the age bracket or <laughs> like the demo that's kind of that's always getting shitted on here but it still makes me feel really shitty because i mean I remember as a child being like, no one took you seriously if you were like a Britney Spears fan, which is so ironic in the end too, because Britney was like the biggest pop star on the fucking planet. Yeah. But if you liked her, it was still like, it was still weird. Like it yeah. wasn't accept. It was such a weird thing. It was like it still wasn't access acceptable. Like it said, like it said something <laughs> negative about you, and it's like, what is wrong with you? Like I mean, you're this, just like an artist. It, it, it was so weird. And so, like, again, this is what I mean by, like, it doesn't matter what young women like. It's always coming under this fire. Because we can say the same for, like, Taylor Swift fans or for Ariana Grande fans or for Shawn Mendes fans, I guess. Like, anybody, like, anyone that has a very predominantly large female fan base gets this shit. Yeah. And it's fucking dumb. It's so stupid. Because, like, even if I don't understand the artist, because everyone I just mentioned, I'm not, like, a fan of everybody that I just mentioned, but... I, I understand, regardless, the passion and the energy and the love that goes into loving those people. Yeah, absolutely. That I completely understand. Because I'm on that same level, but with somebody else. You know? And I, and I feel like people... I feel like if you don't get that, you have to apply it to at least something that you do feel that way. Like, I know that's how you feel about Star Wars. Um, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, literally, there's, like, basically, like, a lead... And, like, Star Wars fandom right now is wild there's a lot of things going on a lot of just there's so many pockets to put yourself in and focus on something and mm -hmm. you will immediately have like a fucking army of people who agree with you an army of people that will disagree with you yeah. like the it's like a 45 fucking year old fandom so yeah oh fuck there's so much well this one's only six <laughs> there's only there's like so much to unpack there right uh -huh. um but in general and like throughout the like length of like the entire series even when the fucking prequels were coming out and I was really into them like you know I was a little young girl when those movies came out and I feel like it sucked because it's like my opinion about it or my feelings about it were like mm -hmm. never legitimate yeah in like that fan space and even now like there are people there are men who feel like they have ownership over it and like women have no say on it or their like feelings or opinions about it like don't matter 
And it's like, fuck you. Like, we're all just enjoying, like, the same, like, content and media. Like, yeah. Like, how does that, like, how is anyone's, a pers- like, opinion, like, worth more than another's? Yeah. Or less than another's? Like, so, it just sucks that, like, immediately as a woman in any sort of, like, fan space, like, most times, like, you're just not seen as, like, a real fan or, like, you will never be knowledgeable enough, mm. like, your opinion doesn't matter, you must have only, like, you know, read this, done this, whatever. Like, I've seen, like, you know, more Star Wars content than I think your, like, typical fan. I've gone way too deep. I've <laughs> lost my soul to it. I mean, it's like... I mean, that's me with this, with Harry. <laughs> it's like extended universe fiction. It's graphic novels. It's comics. It's mm-hmm. never-ending. It's every animated series. Mm-hmm. It's, like, ridiculous. So, like... Harry, do an animated series. Harry, please do an animated series. Um, please. Um, so, you know, it's like, I'm not here to be like, oh, yeah, because I've consumed all of this knowledge, I'm better than any one person, but mm-hmm. a man would do that, like, oh, absolutely. any fucking day, you know, absolutely. and we'll stand by that fact, and we'll hold female fans, like, as, like, illegitimate fans. Just Yeah, and that happens with everything. Like, that happens with Marvel. That happens with sports. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I fucking love soccer. And, (laughs) like, in that space, I found a really amazing group of, like, female fans to, like, enjoy it with. But, like, immediately, like, I mentioned the World Cup or something, and, like, I'm immediately, like, challenged on it or, like, quizzed (sighs) on it or, like, do you know X, Y, Z? It's, like... Yeah, I fucking do, but I, that's the basics. I don't want to talk about that. I'm in too deep. I want to talk about the game. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, it just sucks. It's just like you're <laughs> permanently trying to prove yourself about something, and it's like, why do I fucking have to? Like, why, why, why is that a fucking requirement? I don't want to do it. Like, I won't do it. It's just so annoying. And again, it's like in everything, like, it's not even just a hairy issue, but like, like a hairy fan issue, but it's everywhere. And it's just like, shut up. No one Every cares. man, shut up. Just shut the fuck up. And I just feel like if you put that energy into, like, actually liking what you're doing, like... Like, cause... like what you're doing, and if you like an artist and you like the music, just fucking say so. Like, and there's no reason, again, to, like, delegitimize fans or try to make them out to be crazy or hormone rate... Like, what's the... No, hormone rate... Raged? Raged? Hormonal? Hormonal. Wow, I can't do words. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> or, like, you know, hormonal. Because that's what so many of them do, too. It's, like, trying to attribute this whole, like, this large fan base of Harry just to the fact that he's, like, you know, cute, hot, whatever you view him as. And it's, like, that's, that's literally not what this is. I think also, like, the concept of, like, being a stan and then being, like, an anti. So, like, in Star Wars fandom, there's, like, in any fandom, there's antis of any certain, like, Plot, storyline, music artist, whatever. Uh-huh. And I just feel like, as someone who's not an anti of everything, of anything, uh-huh. like, because I don't give a fuck what people do, what they ship, what they listen to. Yeah, like, just don't be a fucking weirdo asshole. Like, that's I it. don't care. Like, <laughs> I want to put that time and energy into the ships I like, into the music I like, uh-huh. into the artists I like, the entities, whatever it may be, the comics, who cares, whatever. Whatever content uh-huh. it is, like... To passionately say, like, you're an anti of something, or mm. you're gonna put down these girls in a music review. Like, mm. who fucking cares? Like, I, the, the craziest thing to me, too, is when anyone says, like, they're, like, anti-pop music. Like, and I know earlier I talked about being, like, I wasn't into country, which is, like, really my own fault, and I realized I was an idiot for, like, ever 
really saying that or for believing in that for so long. But like truly being anti-pop music, it's like, goddamn, why? Why do you why do you hate joy? Yeah, why do you hate joy? Why do you hate joy and love? Base and, and sin. Like And that's fine. But at the same time it's like, well, there's being an anti and there's actively hating and like campaigning against something. Yeah. And insane. there's just like maybe not finding the country artist you like yet or Yeah not you know what I mean like yeah like I realize I actually enjoy a lot of country I enjoy country women dude and it's not about me being a lesbian it's like I just genuinely enjoy women singing more about what they're singing about like that's just what that is holler at Lady Antebellum (laughs) I fucking love that band and I will I forgot uh, you stand like you love them I totally forgot I fucking love them so much (laughs) like I've listened to all their albums like like on repeat for like me when I got into Casey, I was like, last, oh shit, what have I been last doing? Several years, yeah. There's so much good country. I mean, it just takes finding because there's like, you know, it, it's also like low key synonymous with like a lot of like problematic efforts. Yeah, and, and then you know, yeah. there's tons of it that's absolutely not. Yeah, so exactly. That's a it's about finding it, and that's what I mean about like the generalization of it, and then coming to the coming to terms with like I was wrong. Yeah. Obviously, and, like, I'm I'm not anti-country, you know? Like, there's so many... There's so much great shit out there. But, like, again, like, I don't... getting Being anti-pop is just, like, god damn, you hate fun. Yeah, like, it's all... And, like, like fuck you and your high horse, because, like, the fucking Beach Boys were pop, okay? Like... The Beatles were so, pop! The Beatles were pop. There's so much shit that people don't understand actually is pop. So, fuck everybody. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck, fuck that you. guy. Fuck, fuck you. The guy You're that cool. to that. <laughs> like fuck it fuck it all it's so crazy when you really think about it and i feel like this is like almost being the uh beating a dead horse literally we talk about this all the time not us specifically but in general as women we all this i feel like i've seen this so much in the time that i've been active on the internet but it's true it's like the beatles were a pop and the beatles and like the beach boys and all of his bands in the 70s and 60s for fuck's sake got to the popularity that they got to because of women because of young women like Beatlemania, that's literally about the age on bracket the that y'all are shitting on right of now. Young girls. Literally the on the back of young girls. Young girls carry goddamn pop culture and carry pop music of of every you know of every race, of every ethnicity, of every sexual orientation. Young women have been the ones that are like making this move. Yeah. <laughs> Thank a young girl when you see her. Anyway, right. Thank a young girl when you see her. God damn. God damn it. What have you done lately? Nothing. Oh, and speaking of the Beatles, though, I remember somebody talking about how it's going to be really annoying how in, like, 40 years from now, you're going to have, pe- like, guys liking One Direction. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> like, guys in their 20s. Like, in 40 years from now, guys in their, like, 20s or whatever, like, you know, sophomore year in college, you're going to see them in the fucking, like, I don't know, what were they going to have in 40 years in colleges anymore than the fucking student union and, like, going on about how great One Direction <laughs> Sign of the Times is the new fucking hate. No, not, not Sign of the Times. One Direction specifically. Oh. We'll get to the hairy part. But I mean, like, One Direction specifically, and they're going to be like, wow, this was a fucking jam. Last first kiss. Some bullshit. Like, fireproof or whatever, which is honestly a real classic jam as it is. Yeah. But, like, in the future, yeah. <laughs> they're going to look back on it and be like, wow, this is fucking great. You Stole like, my heart. Is the my- new- Fucking hate you. <laughs> if you didn't like this, like fuck you. You have no fucking taste in music. You know how Beatles fans. Like, you know exactly what person. I will person rise from. from the most likely dead and fucking haunt those people. Like they're literally gonna come back and act like that. I mean, maybe they won't, but like, 
who the fuck knows the thing with like you said sign of the times though it's just interesting to watch how much more accepted that was which is great don't get me wrong i love it that it's accepted it's a monster hit it actually was i think number 49 on rolling stones best songs of the century so far god damn i know we're only in 2018 but like still damn. <laughs> god damn yeah, number 49 Woo-woo. that came out like i think like two days ago or like yesterday or something um but with sign of the times it's interesting because like you know a lot of people a lot of people do love the song and are more accepting of it um than anything one direction do which is i get it but it's just interesting because i feel like if you there's just this thing of like i guess because these people who say that realize that this specific song doesn't sound like such a pop song that it's more safer for them to be like oh no totally love this you know what i mean yeah like i don't know it's just it's just interesting which is fine nobody like before i don't want anyone to get this wrong nobody had to like one direction i'm gonna put that out there too nobody had to yeah like that's fine if you did it not every pop group artist is for everybody like nobody had to like them yeah i don't want anyone to think that we're one of those people yeah we literally <laughs> we're not one of those people that's not at all what i meant in any of this it's just the fact that like because you like them that you would have been like looked down upon that's where it's like what the fuck so you know fuck men i mean <laughs> it's literally like the thesis that's just the thesis of our lives as it is yeah um but yeah no i just you know i i hope in future at some point that it stops being this way like there has to be this like low-key undermining of i'm sure it's just like a societal construct that's making oh no it absolutely no it absolutely is it absolutely is fuck society but like god if you just don't fucking have something nice to say and like i know (laughs) this is like so old hat but like don't fucking say it just shut your fucking mouth yeah you know god just because you can do something doesn't mean you fucking should (laughs) shut the fuck up just shut up just shut up god damn it it's just again really frustrating because when you realize that you're in a fan fandom in a fan space with so many you know women of different ages and races and ethnicities and sexual orientations or sex you know gender identities and just who are brilliant and beautiful and strong and brave and who are about you know so many good things in life and doing good in the world and have really, you know, taken Harry's, you know, treat people with kindness to heart, um, and who are about educating everybody, each other on LGBT rights or Black Lives Matter or all these other social movements or all these social causes or just, you know, being able to respect each other is really what a lot of people I feel are like driving here. It's just really wild to know, like, this is the space that you're in and that people would rather try to undermine you. And here, and and the kicker too is that even if the fan, even as women, fam, even as women, if we weren't that kind of fan base, even if we were all idiots, that still wouldn't be the give anyone the right to like undermine us. Yeah. In that way, either you know, like that still wouldn't be a reason to. And why? Because no one does that to fucking men. Yeah. <laughs> like and and not in mass. Like of course there are some articles that you know there's a lot of more female journalists out there who will attack this shit when men do something stupid. But in mass, that's not happening. It just must be nice to, like, not have everything you like or care about or every space that you feel good in or every safe space that you feel proud in. Like, it must be nice to not have that attacked all the time. Right? But, like, men men, men don't, men don't, you know, have that. Men can't fucking relate. Men can't, you know. 
men are the ones that like ruin that. <laughs> well, I feel like this took a downturn, but I didn't mean it to be that way. It's just that's what it ended up happening. You know, sorry about that's that. That's life, folks. That's life, folks. I do want to end this though on a very wonderful, beautiful quote that I really want to get printed on like a shirt. Um, dope shirt. Wouldn't it be a dope shirt? I really want it. But I really wanted to end this because I think it's very also funny in how all of these men who have reviewed Harry's shows or just talk about Harry a lot of the times in general don't realize that Harry does not see himself the way that you guys see us. Or does I, No. Harry doesn't see himself the way that you guys see him and Harry doesn't see his fans in the way that you people like to see us. Yeah. And I think that that's another reason why, like, I'm here for, like, forever at this point. Um, well, I always probably was going to be, but, like, I'm genuinely here forever because it's nice to know, like, you know, men suck. But, and, and being a stan of a, of a guy is interesting sometimes. Yeah. But, um, it's really wonderful to know that the person that you are, like, spending this time on and money, essentially, <laughs> understands that like is is never trying to undermine you yeah as to who you are and and, and you know into into what you believe in and why you're here and like this quote i really wish more people knew about it i really wish more of these assholes knew about it because again like the way that they try to make harry's fan sound is he doesn't he doesn't want that from you right like you're idiots and so he said this in Rolling Stone last year <laughs> and it's just so on the fucking nose. And I, one day I hope he like goes off again, like on another journalist about this, please. Cause to be like, can you shut the fuck up? He'll never say that, but just, you know, kind of like that. Yeah. To so, that effect. To that effect. Anyway. So he says, who's to say that young girls who like pop music short for popular, right? Have worse musical tastes than a 30 year old hipster guy. That's not up to you to say. How can you say young girls don't get it? They're our future. Our future doctors, lawyers, mothers, presidents. They kind of keep the world going. Teenage girlfriends, they don't lie. If they like you, they're there. They don't act too cool. They like you and they tell you, which is sick. Teenage girls will tell you if they like something. And they will show up. If they don't like you, they're not going to fucking show up. Yeah. They're not going to show out. And to, and, and to know that, like, Harry especially understands that is, like, the best. Because there are a lot of people who very much undermine their teenage fans and who just don't give a shit. God. Or women fans in general. And will say a lot of dumb shit about them. This quote is just, like, a really great way to, like, reinforce essentially what we're saying. Like, we're essentially saying exactly what he's saying. Oh, yeah, exactly. We're saying exactly what basically Harry's saying. The thing is that... I just really wanted to yell about <laughs> that Twitter exchange because it was another thing on this long list of, you know, the concert reviews and other people just since Harry debuted as a solo artist that have just been going at this, like, it's like kind of chipping away kind of at this whole thing of like, you know, these fans don't get it because they're all teenagers because teenagers are stupid and don't know anything, which is like, my God enough if anything like enough. they understand things in a much pure way teenage girls made the beatles who they were so all of you that like because the thing is these are the kind of guys that jack off to that shit too yeah that about like how great the beatles are and all this shit so it's like shut shut up 
And they were good, but they were, like, literally... I mean, sure. Like, <laughs> they're not the greatest fucking band that ever lived. I mean, we can fight about it, but, you know. There's I mean, so not, like, many I bands agree with you. better we can than fight the Beatles. Like, they're good, but, like, not really. <laughs> I mean, no, and they were great. And the, No, but, like, they were great, and, you know, they were really good, and, you know, but the thing is, like, what made them famous was the fact that of the teenage girl bands they had. Yeah. Like, the whole thing about Beatles was the phenomenon with teenage girls. Like, how many people fucking were crying in the streets when they broke up? Like, that was a phenomenon. It wasn't just the music. It was what they did to young girls. It in was the their sense impact. Of, it was the impact of it, the cultural impact of it all. You know? And so to try to to now, you know, it's like, you know, 50, 60 years later, 50 years later, where your people are trying to act as if, like, you know, only guys, you know, cool guys can like the Beatles. You know, girls can't like them. What the fuck? Girls are why they're famous. Like, you know, like, it's just so stupid. It's so stupid. So stupid. Won't be acknowledged until a man made it happen, so. Exactly. That's what ends up happening. It's not acknowledged until a man made it happen, which is, again, this thing that's kind of happening now with, like, Harry being solo. Because, again, I keep repeating this, but it's like, you, you have these guys now who are trying to act like they discovered gold. And it's like, no, we saw this the whole time. Yeah. We saw this in this guy, in Harry, the whole time. But none of you wanted to look. And then now that you're looking, which again is super great, but now that you're here and you've discovered and you're into him and you're on all this, now you want to undermine the people that got him here. Yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. All oh, y'all. <laughs> that's that's my rant. That was great. That was, that was my rant. Thank you. I've been holding that in. <laughs> Not really. I go off on Twitter, but like I feel like I had to like verbalize it because it was just... Oh, uh, has bothered me. Fantastic. I, I mean, I don't know any men will ever hear this, but I just, if you do, do fucking better. Do better. Just do fucking better. I swear to God. Also, if you don't like our show, it wasn't made for you, so bye. <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't. <laughs> it was not. And you have, like, an infinite amount of content that's made specifically for you because of your goddamn privilege. Go find it. <laughs> Which is why we made this show. Which is, you know, another point we're just trying to drive home. <laughs> so that has been Styles Cast. Yeah, so that's episode is four. Episode four. This has been Styles Cast. Yes. Oh, yes. Episode four, A New Hope. A New <laughs> Um, Hello. Hello. A New Harry. A New Harry. Oh. 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 I, could, <laughs> I could really go with this title thing. Oh, yes. wow. Oh, God. <laughs> Episode four, <laughs> a new Harry. Episode five, Harry strikes back. Harry strikes back. Episode six, Return of the Harry. Oh, okay. Episode six, Return of the Harry. Return of the Harry. We'll save that title, Return of the Harry, when Harry's like when album two, the era starting for album two. Fuck yeah. We'll save it for that. Return of the Harry. Yes. Episode seven, the Harry Wiggins. Yes. <laughs> the, the last Harry. No. The last Harry. That could be a good thing. I mean, like, you know, we're referencing, like, the last thing Harry did or something. Oh, okay. I was like... That's Class half full, sis. <laughs> I was like, god damn. That movie's full of hope. <laughs> okay, I won't we say don't have the title. We don't have the title for nine yet, right? But you're damn right I'll have a Harry version, so stay tuned. <laughs> Wait, what is it? The Phantom Harry? The Phantom if Harry. Do the, if we do the prequels. Attack of the Harrys. Attack of the Harrys. Yeah, Attack of the Harrys. If something uh, happens, we'll save that one. Attack of the Harrys. <laughs> And then what's the last one? <laughs>
Revenge. Revenge of the Harrys. Revenge of the Harrys. Revenge of the Harrys. <laughs> if somebody fucks with us. Oh my god. Because that's what Harry stands are called. You know that, right? Like, obviously, that they're called Harrys. Yeah. yeah. I was making Harry Styles, a Star Wars story. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Oh my happy. god, Harry Styles. That makes me so happy. Wow. <laughs> We'll save that when we'll have big crossovers if, like, Harry gets into, like, a Star Wars franchise. Styles, a Star Wars story. No, if he gets into the Star Wars franchise. I remember there was, like, well, let me not say this on air, but anyway, because, like, there was that thing about how, um... He auditioned for a role well, we will think he, we think he, no, we think he auditioned for Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Yolo. Han Yolo. We think he did. Because, like, he was asked about it on, on Graham Norton, and he was kind of, like, eh about it. Yeah. But, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if we know that's true or not, so there's that. We cannot confirm or deny. But we cannot confirm or deny, but imagine if Harry did join the Star Wars universe. I would fucking die. <laughs> um, shout out to Elton Ehrenreich, who did a fucking amazing job as, as young Han Solo. Um, I will fucking that's fight you. That's how you say his name. Elton Ehrenreich. He is a gem. I will fight anyone who thinks differently. He was good. He, like... He was, he was good. No, but it would be really great though if Harry did do Star Wars because then we get a pop. You have no idea how badly I want a Harry pop because I know there's a Amy Winehouse pop and there's a Justin Bieber pop. Yeah, they, I want a Harry pop. They probably honestly will. I will buy five. But on, they probably will. Um, like, have you seen the Gerard Way ones? Those are so fucking. The Gerard Way ones. Yes, because there's a whole line of um. No, they have musician ones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they did a Gerard one though. Honestly, like this. Um, this era is pretty iconic and with the mm. outfits and everything so yeah that's what Honestly, i'm hoping we should for. Just start a fan campaign can i'm gonna start a fan campaign if you can I, fucking do a fan campaign for no control you can fucking shut do up. a campaign <laughs> for Harry different, fandom, different fandom now that's the other thing too we have to remember that this is like a separate we're not one direction fandom anymore no but i, I, I wanted I, to make that joke really i know happy. i i'm gonna leave it in because i saw my opportunity <laughs> i'm gonna leave it you took it. it i'm gonna leave it in because you did but like i think that's another thing too that the One Direction fandom is not the Harry fandom. Thank God. <laughs> I think a lot of people have struggles like differentiating that. Obviously, there's crossover, obviously. But I feel like at this point and from here on out, also, the fandom of just Harry stands is very different from like the One Direction fandom. It's just very two different entities. It can still be organized into a campaign to at original Funko. Oh, no. And I think it should. I think we should get Because like you said about all of Harry's outfits, if we can get one with like one of the glitter suits. <gasps> with a pride flag. Shut up. I will fucking die if they have him hold a pride flag. Which they should because he's held a pride flag at every single show. Oh, and his guitar. I don't know. He has his white guitar. He has um, and gun violence stickers, Black Lives Matter stickers, and a pride flag sticker. So they should put that guitar on the on the pop i know that's like a lot of detail for like that small of a pop but they can fucking make it work i mean they do it they can fucking make it work they do it because i want to that because that guitar is like about that guitar is gonna be like his iconic guitar because of the messages on it i'm pretty sure at this point like we're just gonna we're gonna you know snowball into that being the big guitar for his career i'm pretty sure um and if they could do that that'd be amazing we have to fan campaign this all right we're doing hashtags y'all um, it's happening. <laughs> it's gonna happen. We're starting the movement now. We're starting this movement. Just for that. <laughs> okay. But okay, yeah, no, now I think we're done. We're done. This has been Styles Cast, this episode been, four. Yes, a new Harry. A new Harry. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so it makes me so happy. You have no idea. Um, follow <laughs> us on at SalesCastPod. Yes. On Twitter. Yes. And you can also email us at stylescastpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Hit us up. You can ask us anything, suggestions for the show, ask us questions. If you want us to talk about something, if you have a question, we can totally talk about it. Um, yeah. That'd be really fun. Yay. Because I feel like once we start rolling the ball, we can have like a whole, we'll have like a segment. You know, when we get more like, you know, followers and stuff and people like all that and more people messaging, we can have like a whole segment about just like fan questions. I would love when we that. get to that point, that'd be so fun. I would love that. <laughs> yes. I really want to give a bunch of unsolicited advice. So if he's <laughs> a little personal in there, like, fuck That's it always up. fun. That's great. Who doesn't love unsolicited advice? <laughs> Honestly, from like not a psychological professional. Oh, yeah, like, like not I'm from just, that point of view. No. I'm ready to go. Yes. Okay, kids, <laughs> thanks right. for tuning in. Bye. Treat oh. people with kindness. Oh, my bad. Fuck. <laughs> Bye. Bye.